The big guys in the trenches don't get enough love and respect, but we do here on the Pigskin Dispatch because we're on jersey number 74, covering the best players to wear that jersey, and it's all coming up with your favorite 74 in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com here and a member of the Sports History Network. Uh, welcome to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And we have some great football history for you today because we are going to go over the most significant players that wore jersey number 74 in the NFL's 101-plus years of history. And we have some really exciting guys to talk about, some famous names, guys that were on TV after their career uh, bringing you Sunday football every single week, and other guys that that just have a great family tree. Uh, a lot of Hall of Famers in this class. Number 74 is a very popular number with the offense and defensive line. And I think you're really going to enjoy our trip down memory lane on jersey number 74s that we're going to undertake here. And let's start off with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And they tell us, I believe we have eight different members, nine different members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, that uh, wore jersey number 74. It's grown you know, just this past week uh, in the induction ceremonies of the the 2020 class and 2021 class uh, but in particular we had one guy come in on the 2020 class uh, but uh, and that would be Jimbo Covert uh, the great uh, Chicago Bears uh, offensive tackle uh, we also have Bruce Matthews Merlin Olson Mike McCormick Bob Lilly, Joe Perry, Fred Dean, Henry Jordan, and Ron Mix. And, you know, all these guys wore uh, the jersey number 74 for a significant amount of time. Joe Perry was the least amount with four years, Fred Dean with five years, uh, all the way up to Bruce Matthews with 19 seasons wearing number 74. So we have a lot to talk about here, and I think you can see how our top 10 list is probably going to shake out here, but there's some other great players that are not yet in the Hall of Fame that we got to look at too. So let's start off with Bruce Matthews. Uh, we just had celebrated his birthday just a few days ago on August 8th, and uh, what a great uh, player he is to uh, talk about here. But he, Bruce Matthews is a uh, you know, great offensive lineman and a great uh, family name that he has with uh, his family uh, playing a lot, many of them in the uh, NFL. Uh, you know, he spent 19 seasons in the NFL with the Houston and Tennessee Oilers and Titans. He was a sturdy offensive lineman that played his college ball at USC in 1979 all the way through 1982, and he was selected ninth overall by the Houston Oilers in the 1983 NFL Draft. And for his career, he started 293 of his 296 games. That man was on the field at an early time in his uh, career and just stayed on there all the way through uh, his brilliant career in the uh, pros. And you know, he uh, is 14 times as a pro bowler and 
uh, you know, how can you go wrong with that? So that is uh, some very good reasons why Bruce Matthews is, uh, you know, his brother was Clay Matthews. His nephew is Clay Matthews III, uh, just recently played in the NFL with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, but, um, yeah, Bruce Matthews is definitely going on our list. 19 seasons at that 74. You know, he played, well, think about that, he played over one-fifth of the NFL, uh, and at the time it was probably about a fourth of the NFL's time when he uh, retired in 2001. Uh, brilliant career. Uh, Merlin Olson, uh, another guy that we want to talk about. You know, Merlin, another guy that had 14 Pro Bowl seasons. Uh, you know, just spectacular wearing that and wore that jersey number for so many years 15 seasons for Merlin Olsen a Hall of Famer 14 Pro Bowls um, just uh, some fantastic statistics and everything that he has had he had, uh, you know, came into the league in 1962 with the Rams as their left defensive tackle and exited after the 1976 season so he was a member of that foursome a fearsome foursome uh, that played on those great Rams teams and you know he uh, played with uh, Lamar Lundy, Deacon Jones, and Rosie Greer, along with uh, Merlin Olson, just a fantastic defensive line, one of the greatest in NFL history. And he uh, came into your uh, uh, TVs every Sunday because he was a great TV analyst and eventually an actor. Uh, he played on Little House on the Prairie, uh, and he just spoke with such eloquence and intelligence that he could uh, just sitting more than a few sentences together without needing a timeout or an oxygen mask. And what a, he could tell some great stories to increase some great insight. And you would never believe, uh, both from his acting on Little House on the Prairie and uh, his uh, speaking as a broadcaster, as color analyst, he was just that gentle giant is what he gave you and just had that very calming voice and always a voice of reason. Unfortunately, we lost him to, uh, I believe, cancer in 2010. Uh, that was a very sad loss indeed, uh, to, not only to his family, but to the whole football community because he contributed so much as a player 15 years and uh, broadcasting for so many years himself, uh, decades, uh, on our television. Just came part of the family on Sundays. I uh, really miss him, but he is a great player, and he is going on as one of our top 10 greatest number 74s in NFL history. No problem there. Now, uh, Jimbo Covert. Now, I had the fortunate uh, to be seated in Tom Benson Stadium in Canton, Ohio on uh, August 7th, 2021, when they took a year, but it uh, got that Jimbo Covert was one of the 2020 centennial uh, enshrinees of the Pro Football Hall of Fame and he had a, a very moving speech, very emotional uh, they showed some clips uh, at the stadium when uh, David Baker, the head of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, went to his hotel room just to congratulate him, uh, it had to be sometime bef you know, before he was actually up on stage with the gold jacket and unveiling his bronze statue to the world and uh, you know, David Baker would go and say some kind words to them at their hotel room and, you know, it's just the emotions on Jimbo Covert, uh, you know, just uh, a great player and uh, lo love to hear him talk and love to see him play. And what a vicious blocker he was for the Chicago Bears lines. When he got there, they weren't very good, the Chicago Bears, but they had a great running back in Walter Payton. As soon as Covert got there, he just gave some nastiness to that line and blew some big holes open. So and Walter uh, Payton's talents just uh, took the rest of the the team by storm and just uh, 
had a really great ground game. And even though they didn't always have the greatest receivers, you know, they did have Willie Galt in that era and, uh, you know, Jim McMahon a quarterback, but never really had that those star quarterbacks and star receivers to do it. But that running game, just so powerful with members up front of that big offensive line, Jimbo Covert. Uh, he's a two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, Super Bowl champion, 1985 team, All-1980s Hall of Fame team. And he, he played from 1983 all the way to 1990 with those Chicago Bears, or 74 his entire career. And Jimbo Covert, another one going into our uh, top 10 greatest number 74s of all time. No problem there putting him on that. Uh, Mike McCormick is another one that we want to discuss here because Mike McCormick is another big tackle that uh, wore that 74 with such pride. And uh, he also played some uh, defensive tackle as well. They were a little bit of a two-way there because he came in the league in 1991 with the New York Yankees and uh, then played 54 through 1962 with the Cleveland Browns at the right tackle over the offensive uh, game. Uh, right, right tackle, middle guard, uh, first year in Cleveland, and then right tackle the rest of his career in Cleveland. And he had six Pro Bowls uh, in his uh, career and two NFL championships, both with the Browns and those great 1950s teams that they had. And um, you know, just spectacular. Started 117 of 119 games played, and uh, just uh, born in uh, Chicago, Illinois. So. Um, Great tradition of, of playing there. Uh, it was only 74 with the Cleveland Browns. I have to correct that. The New York Yankees, he was jersey number 71, but just played one season in that city uh, with that franchise. Uh, but Mike McCormick, nine seasons as a number 74, 54 through 1962, and he will be our fourth player going on our list of uh, greatest NFL players to wear that jersey number 74. And our next up is Bob Lilly, a great Dallas Cowboy. Uh fantastic player here we got to see uh, Bob Lilly in his gold jacket he was instilled in the Hall of Fame years ago but we're number 74 his whole career 11 Pro Bowls seven times as an all-pro Dallas Cowboys picked him in 1961 and he remained a Cowboy all the way through the 1974 season as that right defensive tackle played a little bit of left defensive end early in his career 95 and a half sacks uh, according to uh, John Turney and Nick Webster that they put on the pro football uh, reference pages and uh, you know, 196 games that he did play. Yeah, just a fantastic player. Super Bowl championship, all 1960s Hall of Fame team, all 1970s Hall of Fame team. When you can make it in two different decades as the all all uh, Hall of Fame team, you know you're really something special. And Bob, Bob Lilly truly is, and the Cowboys faithful really cheered him on when he came on on stage. It was announced with his gold jacket coming out to celebrate the 2020 and 2021 classes. 14 seasons in that number 74 and he is going on our top 10 list as well. So that takes five of our spots up here. Uh, Henry Jordan is another guy we want to make sure we talk about because Henry, another great NFL player, he wore that number 74 for 11 seasons, uh, came into the league as a defensive tackle with the Cleveland Browns in 1957-58, then moved to the Green Bay Packers in 59, stayed there all the way through the 69 season, and what some great teams that he played on. Uh, four Pro Bowls, five all pro seasons, two Super Bowl champions and five NFL championships playing for those two teams. He was number 72 in his two years with the Browns and uh, 74 his entire career with the Green Bay Packers which spanned over 11 seasons as we said and he started in 163 games and had 59 and a half 
sacks, according to Pro Football Reference, uh, with those new numbers have come out recently. And Henry Jordan, just a fantastic, great player. Uh, all those championships, all those all pros and Pro Bowls, I don't think he can be denied either. We are putting Henry Jordan on our list. That's six spots taken up by these great players. And uh, Ron Mix is our next player up. He wore the jersey number 74 for 10 seasons and uh, with the San Diego Chargers and the Los Angeles Chargers when they fir- he first came in in 1960, they were in L.A. and they moved to 61 to San Diego and stayed there through the 1969 season. Then he missed his season. He retired uh, for the 1970 season and was uh, coerced out of retirement by the Oakland Raiders in 1971 and played a, a season with them. Uh, but what a great tackle guard combination. He was there. He started 130 games of 142 played, eight Pro Bowls, nine times All-Pro, and one AFL championship. Uh, just fantastic uh, play, play by Mr. Nix and uh, Mix. And uh, Mr. Mix is going to go on our as our seventh player of greatest NFL players to wear that number 74. And uh, next up is Joe Perry, who wore the jersey for four seasons, as we said earlier. Um, he was uh, a San Francisco 49er in 1948, uh, wore a 74 uh, with them all the way through the 1951 season, and then switched his jersey number to, uh, it looks like, number 34 at 1952. That's when they made you uh, change it. He was a fullback and tailback. So uh, before 1952, you the NFL... I'm sorry, they they were in the AAFC. The AAFC teams could have any number on, and I don't think they had any numbering requirements. The NFL was a little stricter. 52, they enforced those AAFC uh, players and teams to conform to the NFL rules of uh, wearing jerseys. So that's why he had to switch from 74 to 34. So four seasons with that uh, number 74 at the fullback position. Uh, three All-Pros, twice as an all uh I'm sorry, three Pro Bowls and twice as an All-Pro. And uh, and all of those were as uh, number 34, though. So we can't really uh, count that, even though he was an All-1950s team. Uh, But again, most of those years were wearing jersey number 34. And um, a great player. Uh, Love and respect uh, what he did for the NFL. I'm not sure that he is going to make our list. We'll we'll put him under some consideration. But... uh, you know, it's hard for a fullback wearing 74 and it had to change his number to, to make that list with all these great players. But Fred Dean, maybe he has a chance. A great defensive end that played for the San Diego uh, team squads in the San Francisco 49ers at the end of his career. Seven years in San Diego where he was drafted in 1975. Uh, and then after those seven years, he went to the San Francisco 49ers and played five seasons there in those great San Fran uh, teams of the 1980s under Bill Walsh. Uh, he made it to four Pro Bowls twice as an All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champion with the Niners, and has recorded 92 sacks in his NFL career, 141 games played, and another guy in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, had the five seasons on there, but I think we're just going to take a little bit of a pause on him. I think he's got an inside track to getting on the squad, but let's just make sure, because we have seven spots taken up. There's only three more remaining, and those two Hall of Famers are on standby. And uh, speaking of standby, let's just pause for just a second, and uh, here a word from our sponsor, Row One Brand. 
At the Sports History Network, we're all about sports yesteryear, and so we're so pleased to introduce you to Row One, an online memorabilia gallery and shop that brings your sports history to life anywhere. The Row One gallery includes over 5,200 gorgeously reproduced prints of team posters, game program covers, game tickets, advertisements, and more in baseball, pro and college football, pro and college basketball, and more. And any gallery item may be printed in a variety of sizes on wood, metal, canvas, acrylic, or poster paper. And in Row One Shop, check out the thousands more of unique items with the retro and historical designs dating back to 1876 including t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, phone cases, mugs, blankets, pillows, towels and even shower curtains. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com ROW number one for access to the full Row 1 catalog and for gallery prints and gift items plus get a 15% discount off all prints on the Row 1 Pictorum Gallery with coupon code SHN15. Follow the link on the show notes. Check out that great artwork that we have on display on Pigskin Dispatch for this jersey number 74 edition. And you'll see some of the great products that the Row One has on there. We, the one we have on display is very colorful, great piece of artwork, and uh, very pertinent. We try to put a lot of their ads on our uh, daily podcasts, as well as many of these football by numbers and uh, excellent products. But go to that Pictorum Gallery at the link on our show notes, and you will see just how fantastic their artwork is. So let's go, go back now. Uh, we're talking about the jersey number. 74's greatest players in NFL history and we covered our Hall of Famers you know, nine of them that are in the Hall of Fame and now we're going to go to those folks that are not yet in the Hall of Fame but some truly great players were in 74 including Joe Staley you know the great offensive tackle uh, who played for the San Francisco 49ers in his entire career 2007 through the 2019 season and what a fantastic uh, career he had six Pro Bowls and all 2010's team uh, were at 74's whole career and even had three receptions for 26 yards uh, no touchdowns off of that so must have been some tackle eligible plays so it tells you what a great athlete he is but 181 games played and uh, you know just very solid at that tackle position you know Staley was that uh, guy who's probably one of the top tackles uh, uh, in the league definitely in the NFC um, during his playing times along with you know Joe Thomas with the Cleveland Browns but very solid competitors and Joe Staley with those six Pro Bowls I don't think that we can keep him off this list and I think he is going to be a first time nod with his 13 great seasons and going as our eighth player on this uh greatest players we have here. Uh, Nick Mangold, another great offensive lineman, uh, came in with the New York Jets at the the center position and uh, played the Jets his whole career, 2006 through the 2016 season. Had some of those uh, real good uh, teams with the Jets that they made the playoffs. Started all 164 games that he dressed for and uh, seven Pro Bowls, twice as an All-Pro and very competitive. There's a lot of good centers during his playing time. so you know, him making that Pro Bowl for all those years it just showed his consistency and uh, very seldomly did he get injured. A little bit at the end of his career, that last season had a few bumps and bruises, but the rest of it, very solid and consistent starter uh, snapping that ball to the quarterbacks of the Jets. And uh, I think uh, he has got a great inside track of getting in here too. But we're going to, you know, like we said, put pause. We only have two sp- spots to put on here. We're going to make sure we cover these guys because there's some good ones here. Steve Wall. He's our next man up. And, you know, that jersey number 74 for him, uh, he wore that uh, most of his career. 
uh, you know, wearing that jersey for 11 seasons in his career. Uh, was also a jersey number 70 at the very last season, 1997, when he played with the Kansas City Chiefs. But the rest of his career, he was a San Francisco 49er. A lot of Niners on this list. A lot of great 74s at San Francisco 49ers. The 1986 to 1996, uh, 11 seasons with the San Francisco 49ers as their left tackle. And he made it to one Pro Bowl three-time Super Bowl champion and a very solid player indeed uh, to tackle and guard position for the Niners. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. Not sure that he's going to make it on here. Uh, you know, these, some of these other gentlemen have uh, so many, just a few more um, uh, Pro Bowls and all pro seasons than he did. But how about maybe we take a look at another player, Larry Hand. Uh, Larry may have a, a great uh, time getting in here. He had 13 seasons with the 74. Gives him a, a big... Uh, pool of uh, interest to look at uh, to, to see how he did. Defensive end, defensive tackle for the Detroit Lions from 1965 all the way to 1977. That right defensive end position that he made. 62 and a half sacks according to the Pro Football Reference. 164 games. Did not make it to any Pro Bowls or all Pro Seasons though. It's just kind of surprising with the longevity of his career and uh, the great seasons that he had. And 62 and a half sacks is nothing to shake a stick at. Uh, very solid and Indeed, but uh, you might have an outside looking in position here uh, trying to get on our top 10 list with this talent here. But Paul Gruber, maybe he won't because Paul, another very solid number 74, you know, wore that jersey for 12 seasons uh, with the, his teams that he played on. And he was drafted into the National Football League by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 1988 and stayed with the Bucs all the way through the 99 season. So, uh, but again, you know, as good as he played at tackle, uh, he did not make any Pro Bowls or have any All-Pro seasons, according to Pro Football Reference. So I'm not sure that we can include him on this list either uh, with all the big numbers that uh, these guys are coming up with. Uh, George Stark, he is another great uh, player that we want to talk about. Very substantial indeed for George Stark. He wore that uh, jersey for 12 seasons as well. And George, uh, he had a little bit of uh, time. He had a Super Bowl championship when he played with the Washington Redskins, uh, 1973 to 1984. Sort of the tail end of his career. He was on those uh, Hogs teams that we talked about with Russ Grimm uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, you know, great solid tackle, but no Pro Bowls, no All Pros, but a very good player indeed in George Stark and Jermon uh, Bushrod, uh, 12 seasons with the number 74 on his back, uh, playing in the National Football League. And his stats, you know, he had made it to two Pro Bowls, one Super Bowl championship. New Orleans Saints from 2007, where he was drafted, to 2012. Chicago Bears for three years. Miami Dolphins for a couple years. And back with New Orleans in a final season in 2018. Uh, welcome back, uh, Mr. Bushrod, because uh, he just played a fantastic uh, tackle game for them. 74, though, all those different teams he played for, 145 games. He started 128 of them. And, you know, very solid career. And we will definitely put him on our standby list here as well. But how about Billy Ray Smith, uh, senior? Uh, his Remember, we just talked about Billy Ray Smith, Jr. on our August 10th uh, Football History Headlines. And uh, we told you, or maybe, I'm sorry, it was August 9th Football History Headlines. And uh, Billy Ray Smith, Jr., a great NFL and college player in his own right. But uh, 
Billy Ray Smith Sr., great one too, played in the NFL and for Arkansas. And both father and son, uh, junior and senior, made the all-century team for the Arkansas Razorbacks uh, just a few years ago. So fantastic job by that family. A great bloodline going there. I don't know if they have any more coming up. But uh, he you know, wore the jersey number 74, like we said, for, no, I'm sorry, nine seasons he wore it for. And uh, he had a Super Bowl championship and an NFL championship because he played uh, defensive line for the Rams in 1957, uh, the Steelers for three years, 58 through 60, and uh, then Baltimore Colts, 61 through 1970. So I think you can figure out the nine years in Baltimore. That's where he got those uh, NFL championships and the Super Bowl championship, uh, Super Bowl five uh, to Tell you, to tell you what exactly it is, and um, you know, did uh, you know, were some other numbers 80, 83, and 77. So, we might even talk about him again, uh, 77 with the Steelers. Uh, but uh, you know, tremendous thing. But I don't know if he is going to, with his career numbers, is going to uh, get onto our list. But all the same, uh, you know. What a great uh, family Billy Ray Smith Jr. and Sr. have had. Uh, Anthony Costanzo, though, here's a name that's uh, recently played in the NFL. And a big tackle for the Indianapolis Colts, left tackle, uh, Peyton Manning's blindside blocker, 2011 through 2020. I'm not sure if he is coming back for the 21 season or not. He may be uh, still going here. Uh, But, uh, you know, but uh, I'm surprised he did not make any Pro Bowls or All-Pro seasons as well as he has blocked and that really kind of shocks me because he has started 144 games and played 144 games so every game he's suited up for he has started at that left tackle position 6 foot 7 307 pounds so a little bit surprised that Anthony does not have those Pro Bowls uh, or not so I, I don't think that's going to get him onto our list today and uh, maybe uh, one or two more here Rich Brom uh Another great uh, offensive tackle that uh, played wearing that jersey number 74 for a few seasons. Uh, played center and guard. I'm sorry, not tackle. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, for uh, seasons of 1994 all the way through the 2006 season. Uh, no Pro Bowls or uh, all pros, but uh, still a great career. And uh, you know, Dirlin Moore, another great offensive lineman. Um, did not have the numbers to get in our top 10, uh, but, you know, played, I'm sorry, defensive tackle, nose tackle defensive end for the New Orleans Saints for many years, 73 to 85 in 1986 with the Jets. Uh, but again, not the, those hardware and uh, great numbers he had. So, um, I think uh, it's time to go to deliberation. Let's just review who we have on our top 10 list. Bruce Matthews, Merlin Olson, Jimbo Covert, Mike McCormick, Bob Lilly, Henry Jordan, and Ron Mix, all Hall of Famers. And the only non-Hall of Fame runner so far is Joe Staley that we put on. A uh, great tackle he is. So we have two spots open. And I think I'm going to lean towards one of our Hall of Famers. I'm going to put Fred Dean on that list. He wore the jersey for five seasons. He'll go on as our ninth player. And I'm going to go have to go with the, the big number guy, uh, Nick Mangold, with all those uh, Pro Bowl seasons that he had with the Jets. He will be our tenth. Uh, rounds us off at the top ten greatest number 74s. We thank you for joining us once again and listening to this uh, podcast episode. 
And uh, you know, we still have some numbers to go yet, so we'll be covering those over the next uh, weeks and months here till we get to all the way to 99. If you want to go back and listen to our 0 through 73 episodes, we have them on pigskindispatch.com forward slash podcast. Uh, you can find all of them there. Or just go into our search box on Pigskin Dispatch homepage and click in football numbers, and uh, they'll come up in the My Favorites section. You can see them there. You can also find us on the sportshistorynetwork.com, and there's other great podcasts on there as well on sports history. I'm sure you'll find something you like. It's all family-friendly, very informative, and some great factual uh, numbers and events, uh, historical recordings of uh, you know these uh, great sports we have that we enjoy so much and keep us going and are going through our busy lives. So uh, hope you join us on our daily podcast. We thank you for joining us today. And until tomorrow, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. A special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. 